Greetings, my friend. I'm so glad you've decided to join us on Faith FM Draft Time. Welcome to our program called Big Q&A, where we tackle the tough questions about God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is where we examine the latest religious trends happening in the world and see how they fit into Bible prophecy. I'm super excited to dive into today's topic uh, with you, my listener, wherever you might be listening from. Thank you for tuning in. This is the right place to be. This is the right station to be listening to across the country. I'm Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru, and I'm thrilled to be your host for the next hour on this wonderful radio uh, station. As the current pastor uh, of the southern east of um, the uh, South Australian region, uh, Mount Gambia, Rendlesham, Millicent, and Narakot, I am so thankful that uh, I can be... Uh, here in the studios of Faith FM, uh, sharing uh, the good news of Jesus with those who are listening across the country. Uh, for those who are, uh, have, li- have been listening to the draft time for a while, you'll be saying, whoa, since when did you move down to the southeast? Well, that is my new territory now. Uh, and uh, I'm grateful to, uh, yeah, to, to have this opportunity to be able to serve in that region. And um, yeah, for this week, we are covering the following theme. If God is all loving and all powerful, why doesn't he fix our world? If God is, is all loving and all powerful, why doesn't he fix our world? That is the theme we've been exploring uh, throughout uh, uh, this week. And obviously we will be pretty much continuing under that same theme, but obviously with a different question today. And the question for today is, what did Christ say about evil. So that will be the question of obviously which we'll be studying and trying to answer from the Bible. And so thank you for tuning in. Um, so many of you who are listening across the country may not be aware that there is actually a Faith FM app which you can get on your phone and um, be able to tune into the Faith FM station uh, from anywhere regardless of the uh, areas where you may not be able to get I guess uh, uh, a proper radio coverage but with the Faith FM app, so long as you, you've got data on your phone, you'll be able to tune in live. And in fact, you can do more on the Faith FM app. So once again, check that out. Uh, let me introduce our co-host for today, uh, and my pastor and friend and colleague, uh, Pastor Hugh Hinnan. Welcome to the Drive Time program. Oh, it's a pleasure to be back on the program, Fabiano. It's wonderful to be uh, here on Drive Time Big Q&A, where, as you've rightly pointed out, we do look at you know, the big questions in life today yes. uh, from a biblical perspective, through a, a biblical worldview and lens. And, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, I'm a little bit sad to hear what you've shared at the start there. I'm excited for you. Uh, at the same time, I'm glad that you're going down to the Limestone Coast and you're going to be sharing the gospel in that, uh, that part of the world. It's a mm. beautiful place with beautiful people. But we will surely miss you here in Adelaide uh, by the same token as well. And I guess just while we're talking about that, uh-huh. it's probably good to just mention that uh, you and I have been a team now for, well, I guess it must yeah. be a good couple of years. Possibly, yes. And uh, in that time, we've had a lot of great times, great conversations, really Definitely. enjoyed uh digging deep into God's Word and, and applying that to everyday lives as well. Yes. And uh, so for our listeners who've been listening in to, uh, to Hugh and Fabiano and Fabiano and Hugh uh, this whole time, uh, they just want you to know that we're in a transition period at the moment. Mm. And uh, so I'll be with Fabiano and we'll be yes. transitioning out of this role yes. over the next few weeks through the mm-hmm. month of February. Uh, and then Fabiano, you've got a new partner that you're going to be partnering up with down in uh, Yeah, Mangavia. in Mangavia, yeah, correct. Tell us about that. <laughs> yes, I will be... Um 
uh, partnering with uh, Pastor Fine, Fine Power, and uh, and uh, Fine uh, and myself will be uh, uh, yeah hosting the radio program on Thursdays uh, mm. down from Gambia, not from the you know uh, the studio here uh, in Adelaide, uh, but uh, yeah from the south uh, southeast. Mm. But um, so you'll be taking Gambia to the world. Hey, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yes. But but you're right. You know we've. Yeah, we've been together on the radio program for uh, a long time, yes. and um, and uh, it's truly been a blessing. I, I've I've enjoyed uh, being able to uh, you know host, sometimes co-host, you know, with you, and um, truly I will miss you, and I will miss mm. you know my colleagues here. You know, we we obviously being so close to one another, we you know we will catch up now and then, and you yes. know I'll maybe popping into the uh, conference office, and you know mm. I get to see my colleagues, but uh, definitely being in the southeast, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be seeing you once in the blue moon, I guess. Yes, that's yeah. true. But yeah. at least we will not, uh, you know, I guess uh, be be torn away from your dulcet tones on the radio uh, <laughs> over the next period of time because you'll continue mm. uh, in this role for quite some period of time. Yes. In my case, I'm actually transitioning out of uh, this role mm. and focusing on some other parts of ministry going yeah. forward. Um, but yes, I... Probably the best part about this, other than spending time with our listeners, of course, yeah. and sharing the good news, has been you know, mm. to have this great partnership going. So, Correct. anyway, enough of the mutual admiration <laughs> society. It's been great. I really enjoyed it, and uh, who knows, this may happen again down the down the path. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Hey, thank you for tuning in once again. The Faith FM app. You really want to have the app. It's 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 an amazing app to have. And uh, uh, friends, if you haven't downloaded it, just go to your Apple Store or uh, Apple. Sorry, Apple Store or Google Play Store, uh, and uh, and get the app. Just look for Faith FM app, and uh, you will uh, enjoy it. In fact, there's a lot of things which you find there that are amazing. And so, once again, let me just uh, share with our listener um, some of the. Uh, yeah, things that are happening around the world. Uh, considering that our theme for today is, um, uh, yeah, if God is all loving and all powerful, why doesn't He fix our world? That is a question that a lot of people are asking, uh, many mm. times, especially more so recently. True. Uh, and, um, yeah, I, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I was just, browsing through the internet and I realized there were a number of things happening around the world um, and um, other than obviously the news stories that uh, we are uh, hearing now and then about what's happening in the Middle East and uh, and other parts of the world but there is something that is happening locally as well and that's what I wanted to share uh, something that was published on the um, Korea Mail, I believe that's how you pronounce it the Korea um, and so the headline says, Wileen White's daughter joins African community to call for calm. Uh, the daughter of a slain grandmother, Wileen White, is calling for calm and peace amid reports African families were too scared to take their kids to school. Um, so the news says the daughter of the grandmother fatally stopped at an Ipswich shopping center has joined the African community to call for calm less than a week after her mother's alleged murder. Sad news and I should have, forgive me, I should have maybe given you, given you some warning that this was d- disturbing news but um, yeah, it, it, this just highlights once again that we live in a mm-hmm. broken world. Yes. Uh, continuing, Waleen White's daughter uh, Cindy uh Mikalef uh, said although her family had been torn apart, she wanted her mother's legacy to live on. 
Uh, a 16-year-old boy uh, has been charged with uh, Miss uh, White's murder after she was stabbed on Saturday night during an alleged carjacking at Town Square, Red Bank Plains. Four other teens have been charged with unlawful use of a motor vehicle in relation to the incident, and they have not been charged with any offense in relation to Miss White's death. Miss uh, Mikalev uh, said her mother always looked for the best in people and would want the community to pursue peace. And that's that's quite an interesting, um, yeah, uh, statement there. She, um, you know, yeah, her mother always looked for the best in people and would uh, and would want the community to pursue peace. Um, and uh, she continues, uh, we all need to stand together. We all need to feel safe. Uh, mom always said, if I died, no one would care. And sorry, mom, you're sort of in the spotlight now. Um, I'm on a mission to change things. I'm getting strength. I'm, I'm getting strength from mom and God. Now that is interesting how someone would mm. think about God amidst the atrocities and the painful experience that they're undergoing. Uh, and uh, she finishes by saying, you're always going to have rogue kids. There's always going to be trouble troublemakers. You don't judge the whole community uh, by a couple of bad apples. Now, this is breaking news, uh, Pastor Hugh. Um, heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. Um, yeah, even just reading it, uh, I'm just thinking, yeah, what a world in which we live. And, um, I can only imagine what the family, the relatives, the neighbors, uh, the community there in Queensland, uh, is feeling right now. Uh, that is mm. troubling news. Uh, and, um, yeah, and, uh, in the photo for that, uh, the, uh, Korea Mail, uh, chose to put on the, Front page there is Walin's daughter, Cindy McAuliffe, with president of the Queensland African Communities Council, uh, Benny Ball. Um, yeah, uh, just uh, highlighting once again that uh, both parties recognize that um, it is evil that has transpired, but that uh, obviously people uh, shouldn't, um, um, I guess, just um, yeah, draw conclusions, but rather to just acknowledge that this is an evil thing that has happened. Um, so as you reflect on these, uh, disturbing news, Pastor Hugh, uh, obviously this is in line with what we'll be sharing, uh, today, uh, or rather what you'll be also, uh, sharing through scripture. Um, we do live in a, in a, in, in a, in a sinful, broken, um, world, isn't it? Uh, mm. and, um, yeah, how, and I know that a lot of people are asking questions today. How do we reconcile that with a loving God? And um, considering that the fact that, you know, this girl, McAuliffe, found it in her heart to actually say that, you know, she's getting strength from mom and God. How can you still think about God uh, in, um, uh, you know, amid um, difficult experiences such as these? And I know that that would be the question of many people and we'll probably touch on that in your study, but just, just some initial reflection. Uh, what are your thoughts? Mm. Yes, I, I guess I haven't really uh, come across this story so far, mm. um, but it sounds like a very uh, complex story, mm-hmm. uh, news story yeah. uh, that you've shared there. And it really seems as if uh, it could be said that there is recriminations going backwards and forwards mm. 
it sounds from what you've just shared that uh, <clears throat> there is a, a collection of, of ethnicities within the Queensland area yeah, there yeah. that uh, that are feeling uh, less than accepted mm. uh, and that, uh, that one or more members of that community uh, were involved in this stabbing murder of an mm. elderly lady, lady. Um, of the majority um, ethnic uh, yeah. background in that area mm. uh, without wanting to draw specific lines there. Yes. Um, and that's very unfortunate, isn't it? Because uh, it, what it goes to show, I think, is that it's clear to say <clears throat> that our actions yes. don't happen in isolation, mm. and that what uh, what we choose to do, uh, whether you know easily seen or imperceptible, will yes. have a flow-on effect yeah. uh, towards other people, mm. even if nobody saw what you did. Yes, uh, it will change who you are. And in other ways, you'll begin to have a negative impact upon those around you. Yes. What someone else did to you yes. can also impact you negatively and then be reinforced by passing it on <laughs> to somebody else. Mm. And we start to act out yeah. uh, in order in order to uh, 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 our anger mm. against what's been done to us by taking it out on somebody else. Mm. Uh, and it goes to show that uh, that one wrongdoing, one series of uh, bad actions yes. and sins leads to more. Leads to more. It, yeah, it's, it's a ripple yeah. effect. Correct. Uh, but what it also shows in reverse yeah. <coughs> is that uh, you know, it only takes one act of kindness yeah. uh, to, to let someone know that uh, they're special, they're loved. Mm. It only takes one smile perhaps some, sometimes to turn yes. someone's frown upside down and make their world yes. a better place for that day. Uh, and it only takes one act of forgiveness mm. to turn back the tide yes. uh, on uh, a series of, of, uh, uh, of painful events that, that preceded it. Mm. And, and so it's, it goes to show that uh, our actions and decisions yes. don't just form our character and who we are, but they also have flow and effects to our community around us as well. Yeah. You know, I came across a story a little bit like this some years ago yeah. in New Zealand. Right. Uh, we are ministered for quite some years, a couple mm-hmm. of decades. Yes. And <clears throat> in that particular uh, story, right. uh, it was a story of, and forgive me, I'll, I'll very briefly tell it. It's similar okay. to this in some sort of way. Yes. <clears throat> a, a young man um, grabbed a lady, mm. and went to rip, this is an old lady carrying a handbag, went to rip it out of her hands off her, off her shoulder. Mm. <clears throat> and another lady, older than the first one, walked right. into the shopping center, just instinctively reached out and grabbed him by his ponytail. <laughs> okay. And she held on so tight, yes. uh, and he's trying to battle both ends, Yes, that in the end, she actually ripped out uh, a whole bunch of follicles from the top of his scalp. Oh. Yeah, so she took part of the ponytail with her. Oh. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the process, yeah. he got—he wasn't able to continue on with his crime. Mm. Uh, the handbag was recovered, and he was detained. Mm. Um, and the police, the, the chief, uh, well, sorry, the senior police officer in that area, had this to say: very interesting. He said, "Crime does not survive mm. in a community that cares." Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would say that right. that that wrongdoing of any kind. Mm. Yeah, has minimal chance of surviving yes. um, and, and, and thriving and flourishing yeah. in a community that cares about each other. Sure. Um, and so uh, we, can, we can choose to be part of the problem or choose mm. to be part of the solution. Yes. But what we're going to be looking at today, I yeah. think, fits this, dovetails neatly with this because yes. it shows that in a, the bigger scheme of things, oh, yes. that there's been a series of actions that have been taken yeah. um, by humanity, really, uh, that has led to where society is at today and, and where individual lives are at today. Oh, yes. Uh, and uh, it relates to this whole question of 
you know, why do why does evil happen at all? Mm. And uh, what is God going to do about it? Yeah, yeah. And, and how do we turn it back on its heels? Correct. <laughs> and so, uh, so that's really, really where we're headed today. That is very true. So, dear listener, I do have a free giveaway which you really want to have. Um, you know, if you if you've noticed that, um, or if you've come to this realization that in this world there's pain, sorrow, unforgiveness, and all kinds of evil, and that. Uh, in this world, there isn't really a place where we can find a solution because everywhere where we've looked or searched, we just keep getting disappointed. I believe mm. that this book will offer the best solution. This is the book, Finding Calm in Chaos of Life. This is a book by Dr. Julian Melgosa. Uh, who uses biblical examples and personal illustrations to demonstrate how essential it is that we partner with Christ in dealing with with the all too human experiences of depression, anger, guilt, and stress, and many more. If you're interested in this book, my friend, all you have to do is message us to the number zero four triple eight. 80811. The code word which you will need is SA201. So SA as in the abbreviation SA for South Australia, 201. Send that number, sorry, send that code word to the number 04888080811. Take Faith FM on the go with the free Faith FM app, available for Apple and Android. And uh, my friend, you will be interested to know also that Pastor Hugh is going to be delving into the topic of what did Jesus actually say on this topic of evil? What answers can we find in Scripture? This is a study or a discussion which you really don't want to miss. So please do stay with us. We're just going to take a short break, you know, set the stage, listen to a song by uh, Sandra Enterman. And uh, this is the song, Let the Lower Lights Be Burning. And we'll be back shortly. So stay with us. And remember, that free giveaway is yours to claim. The code word is SA201. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Brightly beams our Father's mercy From His lighthouse evermore But to us He gives the keeping Of the lights along the shore
Welcome back. You are listening to the Faith FM Drive Time program with Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh in the studio. And friends, thank you for tuning in. This is the right station to be listening to. If God is all loving and all powerful, why doesn't he fix our world? That is the theme for us this week. And the topic for today is what did Christ say about evil? And so I have here my good friend, uh, Pastor Hugh in the, in the studio. And we're going to be, uh, looking at this subject from the Bible. But once again, we have that book which you do not want to miss. If you want to claim that free giveaway, which is, um, the following book, Finding Calm in Chaos of Life by Dr. Julian Melgosa, you want to message us, uh, the following code word, SA, 201. That is SA as in SA for South Australia. And then 201. Send that to the number 04888880811. Let's begin with prayer and then we'll get into today's uh, study. Father in heaven, we invite your presence in our midst. We pray that you'll be with those who are listening. We pray that you'll be with those who listen after as well uh, uh, to the recording. Mm. Lord, we Know that in this world we go through difficult um, experiences, different challenges, and many a times heartbreaking moments. Lord, we know that we are looking for answers, uh, and many other people too are searching for answers. And we are coming to you uh, in your word, asking that you may speak to our hearts. Speak mm-hmm. to those who are listening, and this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so, Pastor Hugh, this is a very important question. And the question, once again, is what did Christ say about evil? I know that many of us are interested to know what Jesus had to say about Mm. evil because we wrestle with this from day to day. Today, you only have to just turn on the television, and 90% of everything we see is nothing but evil. What did Jesus have to say? Yes, you're, you're Truly right there, Fabiano. Everything we see almost in front of our eyes these days is, uh, is saturated yes. with, uh, with the sensationalized and the, uh, uh, and, and really with evil. Yes. And, uh, with all that being said, uh, if you're listening to today's program and you're thinking, well, how do we explain evil full stop? Mm. We would encourage you go back yes. and listen to the broadcasts earlier this same week. Yes. And, um, as Fabian has pointed out, you know, faithfm.com.au, go yes. there, look up the previous broadcast on Drive Time Big Q&A, and you will find that for this week where we have, where we are looking at this question of, you know, if God is all loving and all powerful, uh, why doesn't he fix our world. Yes. Uh, interesting question, that one. And the last few days we have looked at, various different presenters have looked at, uh, well, where did evil come from? Yes. You know, how, how does, how does one explain uh, its existence, uh, in the first place? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been explored extensively over oh, the yes. last few days. But the first best and last word on any issue, I believe, uh, really goes back to Jesus. You know, yeah. what does Jesus have to say Correct. about these issues? Uh, and the same is true where this is concerned as well. And that, just by the way, um, I think it's really important for us to acknowledge that just like uh, with regards to when you meet someone that is out of control, yeah. uh, sometimes we'd like to fix them, mm. right? Yeah. But you can't fix somebody. <laughs> Correct. You can't fix them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can help them. You, yes. can, you can help them to hopefully make better choices mm. and repair where they've been. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you can't actually fix a person. Mm. And, and sometimes I think we, we hold God 
to the impossible. Yes. When we ourselves acknowledge that we would never you know, be able to do the same. Uh, and so we say, well, you know, why doesn't God fix everything? <clears throat> well, you know what? We're going to explore that today, but we're also going to explore it through what Jesus has to share with us and the insights that he gives. And one of the places that we find where this is concerned is when he talks in, in parables. So Jesus talks in parables uh, quite a number of times to help make things clearer when uh, giving a direct answer is something that we might just instinctively reject. But when we stop and we think about uh, you know, a story in the third person uh, and then we see the applications to our own life or more generally, we begin to have our eyes opened and our hearts softened to understand, hey, look, there is another way of looking at this whole question. Uh, and, and oftentimes Jesus was asked a question and then he'd answer in a parable. Uh, in this case, Jesus gives a series of parables. And what I find interesting here in Matthew chapter 13, if you have your Bibles handy, you might like to open up there or open up your digital device and do it that way. But, but look, at the end of the day, in this uh, chapter, chapter 13, he spends quite a bit of time talking about his role and the role of God and the role of those who ally themselves with him in sharing good news and in, in sowing good seed mm. uh, and, and bringing the good goodness and the righteousness and, and the best of what God's kingdom has to share right. within this world where you know, people's vested interests and their own personal kingdoms uh, vying one against the other has really brought a lot of devastation and heartache within the world. Uh, and we come down a bit further and we come across a really interesting parable. And uh-huh. this is the parable of the weeds. So while... You know, there's somebody who's sowing good seed. Right. Sadly, anyone who's a gardener knows. Yes. You go out into the garden and think, didn't I just mow the lawn? Didn't I just, you know, uh, yeah. trim and prune the, the trees and the, and the, and the plants and, and, uh, and water things and make things look beautiful? And where are these weeds coming from? Mm. You know, we, we get quite frustrated with that. You yes. know, good gardener, yes. um, great garden. Yes. Bad seeds, uh, bad bad weeds. Yeah. What are we to make of this? Uh-huh. It's sort of an interesting, um, I guess, uh, analogy, right. if anything. Jesus draws upon this, and he says this um, in Matthew 13, verse 24. He says, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed seeds, sorry, sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. And the servants asked him, Well, do you want us to go and pull them up? And he said, No, because while you were pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Mm. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. And uh, it's interesting when you look at this parable that uh, Jesus tells several parables, but the one that the disciples want to understand and ask him questions about is this one. Right. So much so that later on in the chapter, after having told further parables, Jesus has to come back and explain to them what that particular parable, the parable of the weeds, was all about. Interesting. Uh, and so the, the explanation is as follows. <clears throat> it says here that uh, he left the crowd, he went into the house, his disciples came to him and they said... So, yeah, yeah, sorry, where, where are we lead, reading? Oh, I'm sorry, verse 36. 36. And mm-hmm. they said, explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. And he answered... The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. Wow. The field is the world, mm-hmm. 
And the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. Wonderful. The weeds of the people of the sorry, the weeds are the people of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. All right, so this was such an important parable amongst a whole series of them that Jesus actually went out of his way to explain it to his disciples. But they acknowledged, they, they saw the importance of this parable because they realized it helped to begin to explain yeah. the problem of evil in this world and why it persists and what can be done about it. Um, so why evil and, and you know, why doesn't God do something about it? Well, this parable helps us to understand why. Mm. Because remember, Jesus has said to them, uh, <clears throat> the kingdom of heaven right. is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. And who's that, who's that man? Well, the it's, sower is Jesus himself. Yes, yes. that's absolutely mm. right. He's the son of man, Jesus himself. Right. So Jesus is sowing good seed. Jesus yes. is doing good. Yes. But while everyone's sleeping, in other words, while everyone's unaware, mm. just you know, going about their lives, uh, you know, unconscious to, to what's really going on, yes. uh, and maybe even just... Uh, not actively seeking to uh, seeking to resist it. Right. Uh, an enemy came. His enemy came. The yes. enemy of Jesus. Yes. In fact, really, therefore, the enemy of anyone that Jesus wants to do good to as well. Correct. Correct. And sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. Right. Now, who was this enemy? Well, <coughs> the devil. The devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we've just discovered that, haven't we? So, yes. so that's who the enemy is. And when the weeds wheat sprouts and forms heads, then the weeds also appear along with the wheat. Right. Yeah. And and in the original language here in the mm-hmm. Greek, the word that's used there is darnel um, to describe uh, this this weed, <coughs> right. and it looks exactly like wheat. Okay. So you can't really. Tell them apart just by looking at them. Yes. Right. In fact, you can't tell them apart very easily at all. Wow. Except by a trained eye. Okay. Um, until they are fully grown. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and isn't that just like things <laughs> in the world? You w- yes. go for a walk down the street. Oh, yeah. And you may pick up a few things about certain individuals. Saying, oh, I think yes. that person might have an addiction with something. I think that person may have uh, you know, a problem or a trauma in some way. Yeah. Um, but with 90-odd percent of us, yes. a lot of us walk around – and you don't know who yeah. did something unspeakably evil that morning yes. and who's only been doing you know, good errands uh, <laughs> you know, all day. Yes, yes. Uh, it's, it's really difficult to tell. Mm, that's true. And, yeah. and so uh, Jesus is saying, don't trust the lineup. Yeah. Understand this, that you know, there's going to be you know, the good and the evil yes. growing alongside of each other. That's quite interesting. Uh, but what it's also showing is that, uh, that it's not... Um, it's not God yeah. that is doing this. Right, right. God has sown good seed, <clears throat> but rather it's the enemy, the devil, right. who is actively working in people's lives. Yeah. And people are you know, aligning themselves with him or allowing him to work in their lives or yes. they're making decisions or they're being tempted and they're falling. Right. And they're getting trapped in a lifestyle that causes not just pain to themselves, but pain to those around them, including the good wheat. Yeah. 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 Wow. So in other words, you know, the field is the world. And you know, you're going to have yes. you're going to have those who are making good decisions, yes. seeking to live a good, honest life, and those who uh, maybe not so much. Yes, uh, and and certainly who who are uh, 
Yeah, if left if left uh, unattendable, eventually strangle the mm. wheat. Wow! And so, obviously, uh, when his his workers come to him, uh, they have some questions to ask. Yes, and I think these questions are much like the questions we would ask. Oh, yeah. So, in verse twenty seven, there it says that the owner's servants came to him and said, first of all, sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field?" Yeah. And a lot of people question, well, you know, if God is good, why yes. is it that bad things happen Correct. To, to people? Yeah, you know, yeah. And particularly people might say to good people. Yes. Um, and then the next question is, well, well, actually, yeah, there's all this good mm. that's in the world. We often want to focus on the evil and the bad, but yes. when we think about it, there's a lot of good in the world too. Yes. Where does that come from? Right. You know, people aren't going out there searching for an answer as to where the good is coming from. T- today we are more concerned about you know asking God the question, why is there evil? Yes. Right? We are not ready to ask the question, why is there good? Yeah, right. that's right. Mm. We're, not, we're not willing to, to clap him on the back and yeah. say, thank you, God, for all the good that's happening in the world today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And we're losing wow. a sense of gratitude and wonder yes. at the goodness of God. Okay. Um, and as we focus on what's evil and mm. focus on what's bad, <clears throat> we can tend to become disheartened and just fall in line with it. Oh, yes. Um, and so we really, we really always have two decisions, two pathways that we can take. Uh, and... So then if we acknowledge that God has sown good seed, God yes. is a God of good right. and not of evil, right. then the next question is asked, well, where then did the weeds come from? Yeah. You know, where Correct. is this from? And this is where yeah. his, his answer is just so clear and direct. Jesus mm. simply says, an enemy did this. Yeah, yes. yeah. But I can sympathize uh, with the um, with the workers. In fact, oh, yes. I, 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 I consider myself... Um, you know, uh, on a human level, pretty much in the same camp with these uh, workers. You know, yes. w- why are there, you know, uh, evil in this? Why is there evil in this world? And mm. why, um, you know, uh, is all this happening also to good people? Just like a, like like how you had put it. Why is there pain, heartache, and death? And mm. um, yeah, do you want us to do something about it? Right. Well, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, and, uh, I guess that's where we go to next. That's right. the next instinct, isn't it? But come back to that that second question again. Where then did the weeds come from? Yeah. We didn't demand an explanation. Correct. <laughs> you know, yes. Things aren't adding up. There's a cognitive dissonance there going on for us. Y- yes. And his answer, though, I think sums it up well. Mm. An enemy has done this. Wow. Um, it it was someone. Yes. Who hates you? Doesn't like you, wants to destroy yes. you. Yes. Or someone who is working, who's under their influence. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if they happen to be acting like a weed. Yeah. But the enemy, of course, is the devil or Satan, mm. uh, as Jesus explains further on down in his uh, interpretation. Right. Um, now, today, I've spent the day, most of the day, uh, involved in a funeral. Mm. And I have to tell you, yes. when you come face to face with death, mm. When you see firsthand grief, when you are deeply touched by it, mm. when you seek to bring comfort where no amount of reason, no amount of explanation right. can assage or can can uh, uh, begin to uh, make up for the pain and the deep loss mm. that a person feels, or a whole room of people feel, yeah, a whole yeah, large family yeah. in this case. Many family members, <clears throat> a person who had been uh, heart and soul of that family, mm. you know, the mother to that that family, the grandmother to that family, yeah. who had looked after not just her own children but but numerous foster children as well, uh, and has many generations now that, whose lives that uh, she has touched. <clears throat> In fact, uh, she was a great grandmother. Wow, you know, so third and fourth generation. Mm. And what I found, as I often find, is that in 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 being in this situation. 
I bring great, I, I, I find great comfort and hope in knowing yeah. that uh, my role is to bring Jesus into that situation mm. where he can share his heart and say, yes. I desire only good for you. Mm. I, I do not desire harm for you. I, yes. I desire the best for you. I'm the author of life, not of death. An enemy has mm. done this, not mm. me. Yeah. And, and, and yet at the same time, yeah. it's very draining. Yeah, you know, I've come here to the studio today, yes. and I feel the imprint of evil upon yeah. me. I feel the 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 weight of of loss and of grief uh, upon my shoulders. How much mm. more so those who've lost their loved ones today? So we are absolutely justified in asking the question: Yes, why then evil? How come? Correct. And when's it going to end? Yeah. And that really then I guess leads us to that next question. But Correct. I do see that you wanted to, to yeah. add something there. Yeah, I just wanted to also ahead. add in the uh, you know Jesus clarified it there to say that an, an enemy has done this and that enemy uh, is also called the tempter yes uh, matthew chapter 4 verse 3 is mm. called the ruler of demons matthew 12 24 the uh, the god of this age talking mm. about this world here uh, and the affairs that are obviously contrary to god's will uh, he's also called um the uh, the accuser of the brethren he's the slanderer he's uh, uh he's all of that uh, the father of lies, um, and really he is the enemy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, his name, when you think about it, uh, devil, it yeah. simply means, you know, a mudslinger. Yeah. You know, wow. he, he throws mud. Yeah. And he hopes that it will stick on God. Mm. Um, and uh, as the... Uh, uh, yeah, as the one who is Satan, he is the yes. adversary. He goes yes. against, he, he seeks to contradict everything yeah. that God... Yeah means for our best, for our good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's important for us to understand uh, the nature, the chaotic nature yeah. uh, of this being, mm. and also the cha- chaotic nature of evil. Evil does not bring anything good. Correct. Yeah. Of itself. Evil leads to destruction. Um, and so, how then to remedy this? Yes. Uh, well, I think maybe if perhaps we have a break soon, we can yeah. come back to that question. Correct. That the servants asked. Correct. It's the third question. Yes. Do you want us to go and pull them up? Let's get rid of mm. these weeds. Yes. Let's solve the problem. Well, let's come back and hear what Jesus has to say. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Yes, dear friend, let's pick up on that uh, shortly after the break. I just want to remind you, we do have a free giveaway. And in this world, there are many questions that we ask. A growing body of scientific evidence indicates that faith, prayer, hope, forgiveness, and trust are beneficial to our physical and emotional health. Dr. Julian Meglosa uses biblical examples and personal illustrations to demonstrate how essential it is that we partner with Christ in dealing with the all too human experiences of depression, anger, guilt, and stress. And I highly recommend that you consider getting this book for you or your loved one, Finding Calm in Chaos of Life. Send us a code word if you want to redeem your free giveaway the code word is SA201 SA as in the abbreviation SA for South Australia 201 to the number uh, 048 Oh 
Listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q and A. This is uh, the uh, radio program that um, uh, airs, uh, you know, throughout the week. And th- throughout this week, we've been covering uh, the theme: If God is all loving and all powerful, why doesn't He fix our world? But today's topic has been the following question: What did Christ say about evil? And we have just gone through Matthew chapter thirteen, and you know we ended with the point that you know the enemy is the one truly behind all the evil and pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Hugh was going to now uh, lead us into another point there that helps us understand what Christ had to say about evil. Uh, mm-hmm. And so yes, um, and for those who are interested, the song there was Bart Millard and Vince Gill. Jesus came for me and that is the truth of the Bible Jesus cares for you too my friend mm. uh, yes Pastor Hugh uh, you may continue mm. yeah, th- thanks Fabiano yes it's um, it's true to say this is not the only place that Jesus talks about evil <clears throat> and gives an explanation for it and how it's going to be resolved um, I think also of John chapter 9 uh, the readers, uh, sorry, listeners might like to uh, check that out at some stage and likewise uh, Luke chapter 13 the first part talking about uh, why some people died uh, the way they did with the tower falling upon them and so on. So, uh, and the blind man of John chapter 9, as I mentioned. So there's a number of places, and those are not the only ones by that, uh, for that matter as well. Mm. But going back to this parable here about the parable of the weeds, I think this explains it very neatly. Uh, we've already looked at the first two questions. The third question, <clears throat> going on from the fact that this is not of God, this is of an enemy, this is of the devil who's out to destroy us, mm. um, the servants asked him, hey, do you want us to go and pull them up? Pull up those those weeds, you know, the, the children of the evil one. And by the way, notice what Jesus then has to, sh- has to say. He says, no. 
Mm. Now, that's interesting. That's, yeah, that yeah. is interesting. Yeah, very interesting, because you would think, well, there's a problem here. Let's fix it. Yeah, let's, let's fix it. That's pull, right. Pull it up by the roots. Get yep. rid of them. You yep. know, lock, mm. stock, and barrel. And, and Jesus says, no, don't do it. Because while you're pulling the weeds, the children of the evil one up, and, and getting rid of them, then you may uproot the wheat with them. They're all growing in the same field. They're all growing in the in this world mm. uh, as it is. And when you hurt, uh, you know, essentially you'd be hurting the evil ones, and by doing that, you're hurting those who are the righteous ones. <clears throat> and and so Jesus is saying, don't do it. Understand this. I desire what's best for both. Mm, I hear I hear a message of mercy yes. and long-suffering. Yes. And yeah. That's wow. right. Mm-hmm. Let both grow together until right. the harvest. Okay. And this is in keeping with what we read earlier in verse 26, yes. that it was only when they were fully grown that it became apparent what yes. they had become. And until that point, Jesus is still working with every single individual on the face of the earth, right. hoping and praying and seeking to 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 bring about change within that person by by the work of the Holy Spirit, yeah. by by what Jesus has, has done for them, and to help to lead them back to Himself. Mm. Both those who are who are His and keep them strong in Him, and yes. those who have gone down a different path and deviated away from God. Mm. Um, He's saying, look, you might be growing into weeds, yeah. but I'm going to treat you like wheat until that day. <laughs> yeah. Isn't God such a gracious God? Oh, God is so good. Absolutely. Mm. And, and so he says, let both grow together yeah. until the harvest. In other words, he's saying, um, it's like a, a like a bird yes. who sees that, oh, there's all these other strange birds in my nest. Yeah. You know, where do all these cuckoos come from? But he treats the, <laughs> treats the cuckoos yes. like his very own or like her very own and says, wow. you know, I love you. I'm going to look after you. I'm going to be a mother to you. I care about you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, in the process, <clears throat> they become, uh, potentially become you yes. know, a part of the family. Yes. Uh, and their lives uh, are changed. And maybe even some of their, their over time, mm. by the end of it all, yes. their very nature has changed. Certainly yes. their character is. Yes. And, and so uh, Jesus is saying here, I desire what's best for both. Mm. I like the fact that in his response, that he also does indicate that there will be a time yes. where finally the resolution will come. So it's not like he's saying yeah. um, that, that it's going to be endless pain and suffering, yes. but he's giving a probationary period. That's a- quite interesting. Absolutely, because he goes on to say, doesn't he, at that time, yeah. so at the time of the harvest, right. <clears throat> I will tell the harvesters. Now, does that mean that God has not the right to say it right now? Actually, he has every right to say Correct. it right now. <clears throat> but God, even God, who has every right yes. as the creator of all that's good, and evils come along and marred it mm. and ruined it in, in many respects, yes. he still says, you know what? I even I am going to wait until the very end of it all mm. to, before I bring things into judgment. Wow! What mercy, what grace there is from God. Correct. So He says, first collect the weeds at that time, mm. tie them in bundles to be burned, then gather the wheat and bring them into my barn. Yes. Um, and so, so Jesus is not in any hurry to bring about uh, condemnation yes. and destruction. Rather, He is the one who desires to save from destruction. It's mm. the enemy who seeks to destroy. It's the enemy who sought to destroy the lives of those who's uh, who've been ruined and turned into weeds, uh, if you will. Uh, and so, uh, Jesus is the one that seeks to the very best for all involved. Now, <clears throat> you know, think about this: if we, you know, as the servants had said, if we go out and we pull them all up. 
yes, we're going to hurt everybody in the process. Yes. But who are we to judge? Exactly. <clears throat> who are we to say yeah. you know, who belongs in the kingdom and who doesn't? Mm. And who is worthy of eternal life and who's not? Yeah, yeah. A- and, uh, and get this, the solution that we would bring would be wor- the cure would be worse than the disease. Correct. The solution would be worse than the problem. Wow. Uh, and, uh, and so we would actually be committing evil to undo evil. Yes. And multiplying evil. Mm-hmm. But God in his goodness says, I'm going to continue to sow goodness, sow good seed, in the hopes that what comes out of that soil is increasingly mm. wheat yeah, uh, rather than weeds. <clears throat> and give time for those who are growing like weeds to reconsider their ways and to be receptive to the good seed I wish to sow into their lives. Mm. Um, and so really that's what Jesus is is sharing here for all of us. And And at the end of it all, this really, I think, raises the fact that Jesus had three choices as the creator. Mm-hmm. He could have either said, well, <clears throat> you know, I made you, I created you, and then you chose to go down a different path. And by the way, he could have forced us to be good, but then he really wouldn't be good. Yes. He'd just be a dictator. Yes. Right? Yes. With the appearance of good. Mm. But he's truly good. And so he allows us to make our choices. We make bad choices uh, sadly, yeah. um, at, yeah, and, and increasingly that's happened upon the face of the earth, but also... He could have then said, well, I will simply destroy you. Mm. Yeah. And, and in destroying us. Yes. Um, yeah. In dist- so he, he, yeah, I'm just going to say, um, yeah, that after that point, we might want to just also pray for those who, oh, right. who may be going through yeah, yeah, difficult absolutely. challenging times. Mm. Mm. So, so he could either have chosen to destroy us, yes. which he'd have the right to do, to bring about, to protect what is good. Mm. But then he'd be destroying that which he loves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and or he could say, hey, just do whatever you want to do. And, and in the process, he himself would have been changed. Mm. He would be, have become no longer a God of goodness and love, but he would have become a God who condones and uh, and allows yes. and promotes evil by saying, hey, look, just go ahead and do what's wrong. Correct. Instead, God mixes justice and mercy together <clears throat> by saying, "I, yeah, Jesus says, I will take upon myself the punishment for your sins. Mm. And uh, the Bible says, in fact, um, <clears throat> yeah, the Bible says that, that Jesus became, he who knew no sin, right. uh, took upon himself the, uh, the, the result or the consequence of sin yes. that we might go free. And be given a second chance. Well, yes, and, yeah. and, and by the grace of God. And, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. So, yeah. so Jesus actually, in a beautiful way, Unites both justice and mercy together. We don't have time, sadly, to go into mm. into the wonders of what Jesus has done for us at the cross. Yes, that's the ultimate solution. Amen. But if, if our listeners would like to know more, please do tune in further uh, and uh, look up uh, conversations we have about that very question: How does what Jesus has done at the cross for me save me and help me and resolve my my problem and resolve the problem of evil ultimately as well? Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we are thankful and grateful that Jesus is long-suffering and wishing that no one would perish and that he has a solution for evil. And Lord, we are thankful for your mercy and your goodness. Be with those who are uh, uh, facing challenges and trials and those who are uh, having difficult experiences. Be with them in a special way. May your love cover them, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.